Well, I'm glad you're with us. It's good to uh, get an opportunity to sit down and talk to you. Hadn't done that in a couple of days. You know, I always, always try to do a couple of these a week. I used to do more. And um, as I told you, I don't know, I lose track of time, not good with time. But I told you a few weeks ago, I'm trying to make sure now that, that I really have a message. Not that I wouldn't do that before, but really conscientious. That so much, so many people are, are posting videos and doing different things now. And easy to get lost in the sea or the crowd or just... Uh, to be ignored, and um, I want this ministry not to be ignored. I want it to uh, to mean something to people, and I want to just do it to do it. But today, it's so hard. There's so much going on in our country today. By the way, this Sunday, May 31st, the end of the end of the fifth month of the year. Boy, what a year it's been. We're Romans eight. If you want to get your copy of God's Word out, we're in Romans eight. We have been uh, doing a study, two books a week, doing one in, in Jonah. Later in the week, we'll be in Jonah chapter 3, and so maybe read that if you're paying attention. And today, we're in uh, Romans chapter 8. In fact, we're going to be in verse 37 uh, through verse 39. Let me read it to you, Jonah 8, 37 through 39. Yet in all these things, we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, or death, or any other created thing, I shall be able to separate from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Uh, Paul is wrapping up what we've come to call Romans chapter 8 because it wasn't divided into chapters when he wrote it. And so when we get to thinking and analyzing his thoughts and different things, we, we usually more or less agree with the division that we came up with in chapters. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but somewhere along the way, Paul probably meant, you know, meant to emphasize this, uh, to emphasize one thing, to go with something else and maybe not as much as we have taken on it. I don't know. But I will say this. If ever there's a time to think about what's going on in our land, it's 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 today. Just a week ago today, a week ago today, this is Sunday, May 31st, as I said, the last day of May, a week ago today, the, the most crazy thing, the most impossible thing to figure out, trying to figure out is the pandemic. And everybody, you know, with the stay-at-home orders and all these things with the mask and everything else. And then Monday, well, it completely changed. I don't want to get into that a whole lot, what happened there in Minneapolis with the actual incident. Um, certainly looks terrible, looks evil. It does, as a lot of people are screaming. Uh, they say it absolutely is murder at all. It looks, it looks horrible. However, we have, I will remind you, we have in the past few years been fooled while some things came out one way and then turned another. I don't know how this one would do it. Whew, man, it just looks, it, it, I just don't understand that. I also don't understand the take on it. You look at the policemen involved, and uh, it wasn't all white guys, and yet we've turned it into a, a racial thing. Was it a racial thing? No, it didn't seem to be. Uh, one of the policemen were Asian, I think. I think one was was African American, and one was white, and there was a fourth one, and I forget what they, you know, he of another origin of descent, Asian. He was Asian, they said. So I don't know that it was a racial thing. Was it a personal thing? There's a lot of people saying that perhaps the officer and and, and Mr. Mr. Baker there worked together. I, I don't know. I have no clue. And I'm not even going to try to uh, offer that. Whatever is terrible. And if there's nothing left out and nothing left, uh, left unrevealed, then it is just absolutely just impossible to understand. And yes, yes, yes. If that's the case, then there should be criminal char- charges f- uh, filed if they should be done. But to say that this was a racial, racially motivated killing, it's, cr- it's just not. It, it's, it's just... <sighs> like everything else it's overboard listen 
if that policeman, if, 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 if that policeman put his knee on that man's neck to hurt him, that's on him. And he needs to pay a price for that. But we need to stop painting people with these broad brushes, making every, you know, well, every white man is this, every, listen, we stop that. So Brother Danny, you're supposed to be preaching us, a, a teaching us a, a lesson. I am. We've got to get back and look at, look at the real picture in our world today. There is evil in our world. There is evil in our world. And no doubt there was evil present there last week, I'll be a week ago tomorrow, when that man lost his life. And you say, well, you just said, okay, I just said, I want to be very careful here. I don't want this to be like some of the other things that's happened the last few years. And all this cut and dried, and then you find out this, you find out that, well, maybe it wasn't that way. But it's a reminder, and we have seen it this year, there is evil in the world. And there are people doing evil things. I, you, this man loses his life, and people want to march because of that. Maybe that's the thing to do, I, you know, peaceful, okay. But then the looting, and, and several other people now have lost their lives. Uh, had one last night, uh, a delivery truck owner. I don't know, do not understand, can't explain, but he was made to get off the interstate according to the article I read. Now, here again, if it's fake news, it was in the news. And when he did, his truck came upon some protesters, and they began to loot his truck. And the story goes that here again, the story goes that uh, somebody pulled a gun, terrified him to death, and he took off in his truck. And when he took off, somebody was apparently under his truck or on the wheels. I have no clue why or what they were up to. And that individual got drugged and lost his life. I cannot imagine today what it is like for that delivery truck driver. All he was doing was trying to earn a living. There's so many people that have been affected by this. That's what they were doing. Listen, you can argue all day long about the protesters, where they're from. It doesn't matter to me where they're from or who's bringing them in. And apparently people are bringing them in. Man, there's evil in the world, and they're doing evil things. I came to where I'm at now to make this broadcast and just heard about another state where things are starting to turn violent about two weeks away, uh, two weeks, excuse me, two blocks away from a um, protest. Evil in the world. We have over the last few months, really since 2020 and even beyond, <coughs> we have seen evil. I think about General Michael Flynn. And I know that if you, you know, if you had your mind made up, you probably still got it made up. But it's clear now, if you look at the evidence, if you look at the phone calls, that's why I say I'll be very, very careful about that um, video. Because we've been told for so long one thing and it'd be another by so often by, by press who get it wrong purposely, purposely, purposely. And I don't apologize for that. They do. They know different. Michael Flynn's case, and, and I'm telling you right now, if they get an opportunity to get it wrong in this case to stir the waters, they will do it. Many of them will do it. But anyway, now it's become very clear that Michael Flynn was set up. For some reason, and I, I don't understand all that, the former president did not want Michael Flynn to work uh, for the current president. Um, there's a lot of bad blood there, a lot of, you know, a lot of bad water on the bridge. Uh, there are a lot of theories there. And I'm not going to get into that, but Michael Flynn, who had done nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing wrong or illegal, was set up and forced by evil at play, carried out through, you know, men and women's names who you've heard in the news. They were going to break his family, apparently, and break his son. And 
embarrassed him and forced him to confess to something he didn't do. That's easy for you to say, oh, he shouldn't have done that, he shouldn't have done that. Listen, they threatened your family and they've already bankrupted you. I'm not so sure that most of us would have said, okay, fine, I'll, I'll cop to that, I'll, I'll agree to that, I won't fight that. Because you want to protect your children. Well, that's not a political discussion, it's a discussion about evil. That's evil. Many of our governors in this pandemic <laughs> suddenly doesn't make much news anymore have shut down things they should never shut down, whether it be church, whether it be some other businesses. Small businesses have been shut down, have been lifelines of small communities. Now, listen, I don't live in a big city, and I haven't lived in a big city in a long, long time. Uh, I have the biggest city I've lived uh, 30 years ago, 28 years ago, I lived in Baton Rouge, pretty fair-sized city. Before that, we lived in Whittier, California, years ago when I was a child. So I haven't lived in a lot of the bigger cities. But these small businessmen they've shut down in a lot of the places that I have lived, that are small towns, small cities, small areas, a lot of those, a lot of those places they've shut down are lifelines to the community. And a lot of those places aren't coming back. A lot of those restaurants, simply because governors, you know, used power, I'm not even sure they had, and shut them down. And well, other people were, were going, doing business. Evil. Abortion clinics remained open, killing babies. Churches closed. Evil. Liquor stores remained open. Pot stores remained open. But they couldn't figure out how the barber could cut people's hair. Couldn't figure out so many things. Just evil. I'm not trying to bash anybody today. I'm just telling you. We've seen a lot of evil. A lot of evil. Over the last few years, news, uh, news broadcasters have gotten on TV, told stories they knew weren't true, have, have led with stories they knew weren't true, have twisted the facts. They've claimed politicians have said things they didn't say. Politicians have claimed other politicians have said things they didn't say. Evil. Hold on one second. Very evil. We see it, we know it, we realize it, we run into it. And I know you think I belabored the point. Brother Danny, get on to something. Well, I am. If you'll just hold on a minute, I just want to make my point. There is, there has been, and there will be evil in the world. A lot of people see that evil and they'll say there's no God. But that's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. And, it, and really, I can't understand that because from the beginning of the Word of God, we find the message about there being evil in the world. We go all the way back to the beginning of the Garden of Eden and we see the evil of the snake who comes in in the perfect world and messes it up. And the hit has always messed it up. And so today we come to Romans chapter 8. We begin this wonderful chapter. There is therefore no condemnation of those in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. And so we understand as we begin that those who come to Christ do not find, do not have God's condemnation ever on their life. No matter what happens. I don't belabor that point because I want to get to this, this, these final verses. But you and I, once we come to Christ, there's never a time where God condemns us. Doesn't mean he doesn't correct us. It's two different things. Doesn't mean he doesn't convict us of our sin. That's another different thing. But he doesn't condemn us. We're, we're, not, we're not ever run off, run out, and stomped on and kicked away. God loves us. He cares for us. He doesn't condemn us. But we do live in a world that's evil. We do live in a world where evil can be seen. It is felt. It experienced. It has to be battled on a personal level at times. Maybe you've had some of those battles. 
substance abuse becomes evil. It does. I've been a pastor for a long time, still, you know, still. I, I know what you're thinking, you this brother Daniel, you're no longer a pastor. You're just an interim pastor. Well, I don't treat the folks at South Macomb Baptist Church like I'm just an interim pastor, I hope. And I realize that I am their interim pastor, and there'll come a day when I'll be replaced, and they'll have a real pastor. But until then, I'm it. <laughs> and, I, and I try to do the best I can. But my years of pastoring, including these five months, I'm telling you, I've seen, I've heard, I've talked to, I've watched so many lives be destroyed because of various substances. I've watched so many families be taken apart because of substance abuse. And what happens in substance abuse, it happens every time you stay out long enough, you lose, all things lose value. There's no sentimental thing that you hold on to. There's no, there's no personal relationship that you guard. If it's at the point where it doesn't matter, the next fix, the next hit, the whatever, that's what becomes important. Everything else goes away. I've known the people, I've seen, I, I know people personally that I have tried to counsel, tried to help, who in their drug-induced, substance-induced days have stolen from parents and siblings and jobs to buy what it is, had their grip on them, that evil substance. I have known some who's gotten over it, but they didn't get over it because their mama wanted them to, their daddy wanted them to, or their wife wanted them to. They got over it because they looked at me and said, you know, I got to do better than this. I want better than this. And they turned to the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing against counseling, nothing against rehabs, but my experience has been till you look yourself in the mirror and say something like this, by the grace of God, I want to get out. I want to get delivered. I want to be made whole. Well, we could multiply that. We could go on. But here's the point. Listen to what Paul wrote and all these things. It doesn't matter what the things are. We can stack them up. We can, we can list them. There are terrible things, horrible things, evil things. And we know what they are. And, and, and sometimes maybe we don't know what they are. Maybe you know what you've experienced. Maybe you don't know what your, your neighbor or your friend or your brother or your sister or your child or your mother or dad have experienced. But in all these things, no matter what they are, hidden or seen, known, unknown, easy to us, difficult for others, it doesn't matter. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. And it's true that you have to come to Christ for this to apply. You have to, you have to live your faith for it to be true for you at the moment, at the time, in the place that you are. But we are, because the Word of God says we are, we are more than conquerors. Conquerors are overcomers. Conquerors are those who win. And we're more than that. And you say, what is more than that? I don't know, but it's pretty good. I don't know. And apparently Paul couldn't think of a word. And he could just leak it. He, he knew what it meant to be a conqueror. And he said, we're more than that. We're better than that. We go beyond that. It's like the guy who hits 800. Well, nobody's ever hit 800, brother. Well, of course they haven't. You can't. That's not humanly possible. It's not humanly possible to be an overcomer unless you're in Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what he means. It's exactly what it means. This is not written to the unbeliever. You are more than a, you know, you're more, uh, 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 you are under it, buddy. You are under it, ma'am. You are under it, sir. I'm sorry, but, you know, your chance of getting over it, getting through it, and getting beyond it is difficult at best. At best. And possible is more likely. Oh, Brother Danny, I've known people who got over this without Jesus. Well, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Maybe they fooled you. I think there are people sometimes who perhaps don't realize it's the grace of God dealing with them and says, I'll give you the strength to get through this. And then they don't trust him, but they do get beyond it. Look, God's ways are not, a way, not our ways. I'm not so foolish not to think that God doesn't work in ways that we never dream or imagine. But for the believer, I will tell you this. 
and all these things and all these days and all these difficulties, we are more than conquerors and we're conquerors through him who loved us. And then Paul shares his testimony. For I am persuaded. The word persuasion there is a wonderful word. I am persuaded. I know beyond any shadow of doubt. I've looked at it. I've thought about it. I've focused on it. I am persuaded. I'm persuaded by the facts. When I got saved, I, uh, I read a lot. I read a lot. I did a lot of reading. I wanted to know about the gospel. I wanted to know if it's true. I, my parents, I, I went to church when I was a child, not a lot. Uh, my parents started going to church after I left home, after high school. And when I, uh, you know, uh, I came back home and they were going to church. I started going. And eventually I came to Christ. And I had a lot to do with, well, I had everything to do with my, my, my baby being born, but Chrissy and, and, and my wife, Kathy. But when I started struggling with, you know, there is a God and there is a Christ and he died for me. I began to check out things. I read things. I, I, I read things about Josh McDowell. I remember, I remember evidence demands a verdict. And I remember the, the, the book that he referenced, the book that wouldn't be written. And the first, that was the first chapter of a book that someone wrote who set out to disprove Christianity and then found out that history proves it 100%. I'm not here to debate you about it. I'm here to tell you if you do the, if you do the study, the real study, don't take, don't take the media, their word, get history, real history out, and you'll find out. And then you'll know what it means. Yes, and all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creative things should be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. It doesn't matter what else there is, what else has come. Nothing will be able to separate us. Today we have talked uh, plainly, directly, I hope, about all this nonsense and craziness and evil in the world. Uh, so much that we can't name it all, understand it all. So much that we can't get everything taken care of. But I'm here to tell you right now, we have the power of God not to be overcome by it. We have the power of God not to let it seep into us. Today, one of the things that's happening is these riots and these things are seeping into other cities. People are bringing it to them. Well, I'm going to tell you, people will bring you things that will be bad for you. And that's what's happening here. It's what's happening in cities. But we are more than conquerors when we stand on the faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I do not know and I cannot explain how this happens. I cannot understand the kind of hatred that would kill a man on purpose who, who apparently didn't really do anything. I cannot understand, however, the kind of hatred would go in stores and steal everything you get your hands on. Burn down a man's business before he even gets a chance over who'd sit his life savings on it. So that there would be a business in his community like that. I cannot get that. Tell lies about people. Set up a, a decorated soldier who had served his country for 30 years and became, I think, a two-star general? And sit him up. I don't understand that. And then attack him day after day uh, uh, in newspapers, on television. Probably lots of them know, and I say probably because they cooperated with people they shouldn't have been cooperating with, and now they are to be singing from the highest tree. Those people misled me, or I bought the bait, or I fell into it, or yes, I knew what I was doing, and I'm sorry now. But in the midst of that, we were overcomers. Today, my goal has been, and I don't know if I've reached it, I'll be honest with you, I don't know, I hope that I have, but my goal is to begin you to look at life, to get you to Look around, there is evil in the world. You're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to fight it, but you can't overcome it. And that's my message. But you can overcome it only in Jesus and Jesus alone. Listen, there's, there's no three steps here. 
there's no do this, this, and this, and you'll, you'll have the victory. Here's the deal. Stay close to Jesus. Listen to Jesus. Seek to please Jesus. And you will not fall into evil. We live in an evil world. But we also live in a world where the grace of God is evident and flows. We must make a choice. Those who make the right choice can say, in all the things that have happened, in all the things that came my way, in all the things I was offered, I was more than a conqueror in Jesus who loves me. And I am persuaded that there is nothing that can separate me from the love of God. Well, I am persuaded there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. But I also know that we can choose, as so many sadly do, not to live in that love, not to live in that peace, not to live in that setting. So today, whatever, wherever it is, day, night, morning, whatever it is, whenever you're doing this, I pray that you will acknowledge that you are more than an overcomer in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and that you'll have the victory and that you'll live the victory. Hey, DSPreacherMan, gmail.com, all lowercase. Text me, say, hey, or, or say, Brother Danny, uh, that's my email, I'm sorry. Uh, write me a letter, say, hey, Brother Danny, I don't know about uh, May 31st's video, I, I mean, uh, broadcast, I don't know, did you, I'm not sure you really hit the target. Or, hey, Brother Danny, that, that, that hit the target for me today. Hey, I want to hear from you. Listen, I'm doing this trying to, it's a, I am just trying to offer you some truth from God's word. DK Ministries, proclaiming God's word. Uh, these broadcasts, these podcasts are available in a number of places. I hope that you'll listen. Now, we make them available on our Facebook page. We do that. Uh, but I have been told and I have experienced sometimes on Facebook, about halfway through or so, they, it kind of messes up. Don't know why, don't understand that, but they do. I thought it's where I lived. Apparently, it's not. Apparently, other people have experienced that. So, if you have a place that you listen to podcasts, look for DK Ministries or Danny Smith and see if we're there. Uh, we're on a lot of different uh, podcast pages. Uh, Spotify, Anchor is where we broadcast. I'm so thankful to them. Uh, Breaker is another one. Uh, just, there's so many. Uh, I used to try to name them all. Now, I, I, I guess that I haven't gotten the word they need them. I've dropped it. They may have, I don't know, uh, because I'm sure this is, you know, they keep it based on who's listening. Um, I've got some folks who tell me, hey, I listen, and they usually listen on Spotify, to be honest with you. I listen on Spotify, got it today, it was clear. <laughs> I, hope it, yeah, uh, I hope, I wish they would say it's good. But anyway, <laughs> I wish I could tell you they always said that, is what I should say. But I thank those who contact us, dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase. We're praying for you, DK Ministries, doing anything we can. Listen. There is evil in the world, but there's victory in Jesus. If we haven't presented this today like you'd like it, let us know. We'll try to redo it. I'm still pretty new at this, and I told you when I started, you know, since I'm new at this, you're not going to fit me. So tell me, hey, you need to redo that one, and you know what? I will. God bless you. I love you. Uh, Praying for you. See you soon.